there. Our first story of the week is about Pentagon's decision to ban pride flags on U.S. military bases. Last Friday, the Pentagon confirmed that it will not allow rainbow pride flags to fly at military facilities in celebration of Pride Month. That fell in line with the Pentagon's 2020 decision to permit only certain flags at Department of Defense installations. Here is their official policy. Now, it makes perfect sense if the only flags allowed on bases are ones that represent the United States and the military, but that hasn't always been the case. There's a specific reason why the ban was put in place. Last July, the ban was enacted to no longer display Confederate flags on military bases. I'm assuming these were Southern bases. No surprise there. No surprise at all. No. Uh, the spokesperson for the Pentagon, John Kirby, explains that banning the pride flag in no way reflects any lack of respect or admiration for people of the LGBTQ community, personnel in and out of uniform who serve. But honestly, is equating a pride flag to the Confederate flag fair? Personally, we don't think so. Pride celebrates love and acceptance and identity, the same identity shared by active and retired soldiers of this country. Shouldn't this country be proud of their soldiers' identity? The Confederate flag was born out of racism and hatred. There's a reason why those flags shouldn't be flying. They're un-American, or at least they're not the way America should be. We should be celebrating love and identity in our military forces and not hate. Celebrating identity should be the move by the Pentagon, especially because it reversed a Trump-era ban back in March that didn't allow trans-identifying citizens to register in the military. In the Pentagon statement at the end of March, they stated this. Now, reading over the statement, the Pentagon is showing pride for its trans service members, offering the type of medical care that helps trans individuals complete gender-affirming treatment. So isn't it a bit ironic that the Pentagon would allow queer members into the military but not celebrate them through a pride flag? Sounds like a bunch of performative gestures hidden under fear that shows that the Pentagon isn't that proud of its service members. Sounds about right, Nick. Yeah, that sounds about right to me, Lena. Anyways, thank you all for joining us. This is The Queerly News. Welcome to the Queerly News. I'm Lena. And I'm Nick. On June 1st, the Daily Beast published an expose revealing donors behind a group called the National Christian Charitable Foundation. Their charity, Killing the Equality Act. And guess who happens to be one of those donors? That would be Chick-fil-A CEO and Chairman Dan Cathy. The National Christian Charitable Foundation also funds the Alliance Defending Freedom, a registered hate group that has been funding and pushing through anti-LGBTQ plus legislation across the country. Now, are we surprised Chick-fil-A hate is a part of this? No, not at all. But what's curious is what one other company did instead in response. On June 3rd, Burger King announced via Twitter that it would donate proceeds from every chicken sandwich sold during Pride, even on Sundays, easy dig there to their fast food rival, to LGBTQ plus organization on the human rights campaign. Now, of course, we can't criticize this virtue signaling publicity stunt by Burger King or praise them because we don't know how much money is actually going to the HRC. 
And we don't know how many people are going to eat those chicken sandwiches. I'm sorry, but nobody asked for this Burger King. Can we at least get Popeyes? At least their chicken sandwich is good. Here, here. In celebratory news this Pride Month, Lena Bloom makes history by becoming the first trans woman of color to be featured in a swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated. In an interview with CNN Style, Bloom said that being in the issue is an incredible feeling and achievement, but that there's still so much work to be done for more representation. And we can't agree with her more. Being on covers in television and film are great for visibility and representation, but these, mil these media companies also need to be doing more to give back to the community. And also our government needs to be doing a lot more as well. On Tuesday, Biden's administration, Department of Justice, said it would vigorously defend religious colleges and universities in a lawsuit that allows discrimination against LGBTQ plus students. The legal challenge was filed by 40 LGBTQ students against the Department of Education back in March. It's also known as Hunter versus U.S. Department of Education. The lawsuit alleges that over 20 religious schools received federal funding had discriminated against them by allegedly expelling them for being queer. The suit also aims to remove Title IX's religious exemption that allows religious schools to bypass non-discrimination protections if it goes against their religious beliefs. After the backlash from advocates, the administration removed the word vigorously in its filing. But even if the filing is less aggressive than the first, the stance remains the same. The administration is still defending religious exemptions that allow these colleges to discriminate against LGBTQ students. The Biden administration can't have it both ways. They can't say they support the LGBT community and advocate for the Equality Act while simultaneously defending schools to use religion as an excuse to discriminate against us. For once, can we have an administration that doesn't use a queer community to their political advantage and then forget us and forgo all their platform promises? Hmm, I'm thinking two decades of that has uh, proved that point, unfortunately. But ready for some fun Pride news? It was reported by LGBTQ Nation this past Monday that Reddit user Nimon17 shared that pride flags were banned in their neighborhood because of the homeowners association ruling. Due to residents using thin blue line and BLM flags on their property the previous year, the only flag allowed to be flown in that neighborhood is the American flag. First of all, I didn't realize homeowners associations were like the Pentagon. Yeah, Nick, me neither. But then again, they're also dictators in their own way. True, very true. But what this Rotorusa did instead truly made us proud. Removable lights aren't against the HOA. So instead of one pride flag, they created a pride house, lighting it up for the whole neighborhood to see their pride. We love it when queers get creative. Absolutely. And you know what else they should add to their design on front of their lawn? The new progressive pride flag. The pride flag went into new redesigns this month and is known as the progressive pride flag or the progress pride flag, sorry. And instead of being the simple rainbow colors that corporations inundate their products with during pride, the flag now includes black and brown stripes to represent people of color, the trans pride flag colors to represent the trans community and a circle to represent the intersex community. This new flag is symbolic to showing support to the voices and identities within the community that have been suppressed and need to be heard right now. But let's not get too crazy with these redesigns, yeah? We don't want it to become as messy as the alphabet soup. Visual symbols are empowering, but remember, the fight goes deeper. Yes.
Pride Story today is about our suggestions for alternatives to the mainstream corporate Pride events this year. Most of us within the queer community understand the importance of Pride, especially as we protest against police brutality and the murder of Black, Indigenous, people of color, and queer people, especially trans women of color. Unfortunately, Pride is typically a large event held in major cities sponsored by major corporations hoping to earn your hard-earned queer money by attending and buying merchandise. A lot of the money that's raised during these big events doesn't go back into local queer communities. It goes back to the company sponsoring the events and to the organizations that are supposed to use profits for creating change, but rarely can. Like one of the major organizers of Pride events is the Human Rights Campaign, and they do great work. However, most of that work goes into political lobbying and not local communities. So yes, it's great to be part of these events and to buy Pride Collection products because we should be able to celebrate who we are and our community. But we need to be wary of which companies and organizations we support. But besides partying and buying merch, consider some alternative events to major Pride parades and organizations you should give your money to before you buy another rainbow-themed romper. Yes. In 2019, when the last pre-pandemic NYC Pride took place, an activist group called Reclaim Pride hosted their own rally called the Queer Liberation March that was anti-capitalist, anti-mainstream, cis-heteronormativity, and anti-cop. They understood what the original meaning of gay liberation was and fought to truly do good for a community that has been abused by the police and the Trump administration. There are organizations just like Reclaim Pride Nationwide. You need to do the work to find them. Do more than march at a Budweiser-sponsored parade. Reach out to your local LGBTQ centers and spaces and do Pride the original way, queer. And if you wanna do more than give your time, consider giving your Pride money to organizations that will actually help local communities, like Rainbow Elders, which is based in Colorado, where Nick is, and the Latino Equality Alliance, which is based in LA, where I am. But there's organizations nationwide that do important local work. Centerlink is the best resource to find your local queer organizations, and you can find a link to their site in our bio. The point is, Pride is different than what it was when it first started. And I'm so grateful that our younger generations are inspired by our history to keep Pride queer. So put in the time, the work, the money if you can, and the fierceness to create revolutionary change. That's what Pride is about. All right, that's our show. Stay tuned next week for another episode of the Queerly News. This has been Nick and Lena. Stay safe and stay queer. Mm -hmm.